you know we could all use some encouragement. And I've got some good news for you. Welcome to 5 Minutes with Mark. Hey, greetings, friends. Welcome back to 5 Minutes with Mark. It's Friday again. I don't even know how this happens. We're picking up the story in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, starting at verse 36. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Ah, man, I love this story. I love this story because, again, Gospel of Mark gives us a very human Jesus, right? And this is a very human moment. Now, if we go back to the beginning of this, we see that Jesus was sitting in a boat just off the shore of the Sea of Galilee, teaching the multitude. He's teaching from the boat. So when they say they take him along in the boat as he was, well, they basically just shoved off and headed across the lake because he said, we're going to the other side. They didn't understand why, but they were. It was already evening, it says. So uh, it's probably the sun's starting to set. They're heading across the lake. One thing that is really important for us to always keep in mind is that the guys who were operating the boat, the guys who were sailing the boat, they grew up on this lake. These are, these are seasoned fishermen from family businesses. These guys have been on this boat, or one like it, since they were old enough to do something useful in the fishing business that their families had established who knows how long ago right? They know the lake. They know the way around it. They certainly know the boat. And it says that they head out across the lake and a storm comes up. There is one little interesting detail. I told you Mark gives us some little interesting details along the way that, that you don't find in the other gospels. And this one is one of them. There were other little boats there with him also. Which basically means that Jesus is offshore teaching, and there are guys who wanted to get closer, so they got in their little rowboats, their little dinghies or whatever they had, and they rowed out and anchored in closer to Jesus so that they could hear him better. I think that's all it means. And then when he shoves off, I don't think they're trying to follow him. Maybe they did. And as they try to follow him, this windstorm blows up, and of course they would have all you know, turned around and headed back home. They were in little boats. They weren't really built for you know, what these guys were doing. And we don't really know what happened to them. We just know they were there to begin with. Fascinating. 
But it says this storm comes up and the waves are beating into the boat. The boat is filling up with water. So you got, you know, four guys at least who know their way around the boat. You got some other guys on there who all got bailing buckets and they're trying to keep the water out of this thing. And you got Jesus lying up in the back of the boat asleep. Told you, very human Jesus. Jesus is tired, man. He's been teaching all day. Not only is he teaching, he's, he's pouring his life out into this multitude. And they're not getting it, but he's trying. He keeps at it, but it takes a lot of energy. And so he lays down to take a nap. And then the storm comes up and they're freaking out. It's kind of like I used to tell my kids about storms. When a storm comes up, I will always say, look, when I'm afraid, you can be afraid. And if I'm not afraid, you don't have to worry. And I've been in some storms where I was afraid and, and tried not to let on to my kids. But that's always the way I, I, I see it. And I see it here. This storm came up, and if this was just a little storm, hey, Peter's not afraid. Peter's rode out a lot of storms on the Sea of Galilee. You know, James and John and Andrew, these guys know this boat. They know this lake. They know this weather. They know the channels. They know everything about it. And they are afraid. And so if they're afraid, it's probably something to be afraid of. And they go. And I think it's Peter that goes and wakes Jesus up. And Jesus, I, I get to see this picture of Jesus, you know, kind of groggy, sitting up, fully human. And Peter's like, Jesus, we're all going to die here. What's, what's up? And, and Jesus stands up. He rebukes the wind and the sea. Peace be still. Poof. The wind dies. The sea grows calm. And then he looks at them. And he doesn't say, well, you should have woke me up sooner. Could have taken care of this for you. No. He looks at him and goes, how is it that you're so fearful? Where's your faith? Guys, don't you know nothing's going to happen to you? You're with me. What's wrong with you? Ah. Faith is believing even when circumstances around you seem to say you shouldn't. Right? That's faith. Faith is believing that God is in control even when it feels like life is out of control. Faith is believing that Jesus is with you even when you feel like he's asleep in the boat and not paying attention. Hey, the end of the story is pretty interesting, isn't it? I think he laid back down. I think he, he calms the storm. Now they're in trouble because now they got to pull the oars out to get to the other side of the lake. Probably didn't think that went through very well. And Jesus goes back to sleep because he's tired. Fully man, fully God. Who is this? Who can this be? That even the wind and the sea obey him. This is an incredible demonstration of divine power. The disciples weren't ready for it. 
they thought he would get up and lend a hand to tie the sheets and, you know, pull the lines and bail the water and, you know, get them through. They certainly weren't expecting him to stand up in the middle of a raging storm and just say, enough. And everything died. Their minds are blown by how powerful Jesus is. And I think we need to hold on to that. This Jesus who we worship, this Jesus who we say we follow, this Jesus who we serve and believe in, this Jesus is the voice that created the cosmos. He's the most powerful entity in all of creation. He is God. That is who we serve. And that is the truth that the kingdom is built on. Not that Jesus was a good teacher, not that he was a great healer, not that he was this mystic prophet, whatever. No. When we say the kingdom of God is at hand, we are saying that the king has revealed himself. And he is in control. And we should submit our lives to him and live as his subjects. And as we do that, we have a fulfilled life here and hope of an eternal life beyond all of this. Pretty amazing stuff. And it's a good place to end the week. To remember who you say you serve. And then remember who he is. He is the divine man. Fully God. Fully human. Alive and well. And coming back. That's what I believe. Do you? Have a great weekend. We pick up chapter 5 next week. See you then. I hope you're enjoying this Bible study, this quick devotion. If you'd like more content, you'd like to know more about me and see more of the things that I'm doing, check out my website, theeclecticmonk.com. There you'll find out about my video vlog, my podcast, and a whole lot of other stuff. Hope you'll join me there.